listening to SBS On The Money with Ricardo Gonsalves. Hi everyone, it's your daily 10-minute business and finance news wrap for this Thursday, the 12th of May 2022. Later, the Australian share market hits a three-and-a-half-month low, but first to inflation and the delays at Chinese ports, namely Shanghai, which is contributing to rising consumer prices. The team at Fitch Ratings says wait times at ports in Shanghai has risen to about 65 hours. The average over 2019 to 2021 was about 25. So for more on how this is impacting global supply chains and ultimately consumer prices, I spoke earlier with Robert Sierra. He is the economics director at Fitch Ratings. Robert, to what extent do you think China's latest lockdown will drive global inflation and why? Yeah, I I think the first thing to say is that global inflation is already high um, and historically high in some countries. So the latest, um, the the lockdown in Shanghai really just adds more pressure to inflation, uh, to existing inflation. Um, Why? I think China is a key uh, player in the global supply chain. So it's a highly integrated uh, player in the global supply chain. So any any disruption, any delay that affects that highly integrated chain, then it's bound to have ripple effects in, in other countries' production in terms of uh, higher shipping rates, in terms of delays of shipping of final goods, and, and also the, the key components that other manufacturing countries need in order to pr- process um, their goods. Given global inflation is already high and China has the potential to impact global inflation, do you think it's still yet to peak? Um, inflation yet to peak. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah, yes, still to peak. Um, you, you know, every um, country has had high inflation rates. Uh, there's no reason why inflation should be uh, peaking anytime soon. Um, I have seen people talking about peak in inflation in, in, the, in the next month or so, but I think th- this this new uh, development is is something that's not really uh, being taken fully into account just yet because we haven't seen this lockdown being reflected in the hard data. We we have seen um, things like uh, shipping rates falling, but they may begin to pick up again. We've seen throughput in China uh, dropping quite sharply. We've only had one month from China export data that came out late last week, and it already showed a decline of, of I think it was around 5% month on month of China's export. So um, the the delays uh, and the implication of the availability of uh, intermediate goods, consumer goods, Fighting for the, the the sort of the space in containers is is bound to have an impact on 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 uh, on shipping rates going forward, and therefore the input costs for for manufacturers outside of China, which then will feed into consumer price inflation. Do we know what kinds of products are being held up at the moment, and what that will mean for availability globally? Um. I think all products are being being affected, uh, basically. But from what I've read, um, you know, sort of key electronic goods for for mobiles, for laptops. There's a, a quite a useful indicator uh, called the lead time for semiconductors, uh, 
Uh, so it's the it's, it's the the time between ordering the goods and the delivery of these semiconductors, which are essential for the production of all these electronic goods, and that just keeps going up. Um, so so it's not just the electronic and the and the and the uh, electronic goods, but it's also key auto components coming out from China. Um, you know, again, it's goods which are produced by China, which are uh, components which are then used elsewhere, as well as the consumer goods that we all love and and and, uh, and cherish, obviously. And just finally, given Australia's relationship and I guess uh, dependence on China, what do you think is the direct impact on Australia given these long lockdowns and the slow load times at Shanghai ports? Yeah, that's 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 the, the problem. The the lockdown basically has meant that um, you, you know the, the the sort of the availability of truckers uh, to to take goods from the port to uh, factories inland, uh, but also the, the the people that work at, at ports will be uh, taking their time to load and unload the, these goods. So. Um, th- th- this is important because you have uh, uh, bottlenecks building up, and obviously, for Australia being a key export of beef to China, we- we've already seen uh, those exports drop by around ten percent year on year in March. So I think, you know, if this if this continues, is this bottleneck in, in Shanghai continues, then you're bound to have more more impact in terms of exports. But also, on the other way, you know, the impact will be on inflation, not just for Australia, but for, for everyone else. That is Robert Sierra there, Economics Director at Fitch Ratings, based out of London. Now, the Australian share market having a pretty horrid day today. The S&P ASX 200 down 1.8%, 6,941. It follows a rise in inflation in the United States of 8.3% for the year. While it's down from that 8.5% read in the previous month, which was a 40-year high, it's still very elevated. Food prices surging around 10%, travel also up. And, of course, it adds to the fears of a uh, global interest rates rising. Will the US Federal Reserve lift official interest rates there harder and more aggressive than first thought? So for more on how this all impacted the share market and your investments, I spoke earlier with June Bay Lu from Tribeca Partners. June Bay, we've got US inflation, rising interest rates, the war in Ukraine, lockdowns in China. Which one of these is causing investors to worry more? It's absolutely the inflation and interest rate and the speed of the interest rate increase. Last couple of weeks, we've seen that impact on the consumer sentiment and uh, or investor sentiment. And at this point today, we've seen further sell-off, particularly to the sectors that's most impacted by the high interest rates. So how exactly is that being played out on the share market today? Because tech, again, falling into a big route. Oh, that is so true. Um, we've seen the entire market is down more than 1.5%. Um, but within that, the tech sector is down in an enormous amount. Just take some of the tech leaders, for example, um, the likes of LTM is down 12%. Um, the likes of Zero, which just reported a very, very strong result, down more than 10%. Even Block, which is the old afterpay transition into the global platform business, down more than 10%. So, you know, the entire tech sector is really being decimated um, as investors fearful high inflation. So given we're, we're likely not to have seen peak inflation because we're also getting now these lockdown concerns out of China and what that means for global supply chains, right? 
If the market's worried about ongoing inflation and the potential for higher interest rates, is it safe to say there'll be further falls on the market? <laughs> That's right. Look, uh, we don't believe there will be further fall. The market certainly will be very, very volatile. But today is a very sharp sell-off across some of those really high-quality companies. Very soon, you will have investors stepping in, buying those, um, you know, the long duration, the long structural leaders in our market. You know, zero down 11%. That is just incredibly, incredibly weak. So, um, you know, our view is that these businesses will be supported very soon as their value presents. Uh, one of the major stories of today, the Commonwealth Bank reporting third quarter cash profit of $2.4 billion. What do you make of the results? Look, the result was actually quite strong relative to expectations. Continued its pressure across its um, its margin, the NIM margin, as you mentioned. Um, however, they pointed to high interest rate. Clearly, the banks are going to make more money. But they did point to high interest rate will mean the mortgages growth will continue to slow as people uh, pricing in um, their mortgage payment every month. That's June Bailu there from Tribeca Investment Partners. This SBS On The Money podcast is provided for informational purposes only. The content on this podcast should not be understood as constituting advice or a recommendation. It is not personal advice and does not consider your personal circumstances or objectives. You should contact a licensed professional before making any financial decision.